At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Nightcap coming to you here on this. June 15th evening, Femi Bebefe, Wes Reynolds, we're in for Tim and Sean. They're getting some much-needed time off here, but really fun uh, start to a fun sports yeah. weekend here with tonight's Stanley Cup final. Yeah, game. we've got our blue on, by the way. We did yes. not coordinate that necessarily. Oh. We're going to call it straight down the middle <laughs> here on the nightcap, even though both of us have Tampa Bay Lightning tickets. Uh, look good after the second 20 minutes, certainly a lot better than it did after the first 20-2-0 in the second period for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and now all tied at three as we reach the second intermission. Colorado, I think, really pushed the pace in the first mm-hmm. period. And look, Tampa Bay, if you've watched them throughout the playoffs, they've let other teams dictate the pace. Colorado, you're, you're not going to outskate them. You're usually going to control the pace. But nevertheless, uh, Tampa Bay able to get on the board twice in the second. And we've got a ball game. Yeah, this first hour is going to be very much dedicated to this Stanley Cup final game one. 3-3, like Wes said, knotted up between the Lightning and the Avs. But, hey, we're going to hang out with you guys for the next three hours. So make sure to tweet at us, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. We want to hear from you guys, at Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. couple great guests on the show this evening. Nick Whalen of Roto-Wire NBA at 8.30, talking all things NBA Finals. Game six tomorrow night in Boston. Can the Celtics stave off elimination? We'll find out tomorrow evening and get Nick's thoughts later on in 90 minutes. Chris Andrews, odds maker at the South Point Hotel and Casino. He will check in at the start of hour number three. It's a massive week in the sports world. Like we mentioned, we'll get Chris's perspective behind the counter. Last night, we broke down the AL Central. Tonight, we'll break down the NL Central in 30 minutes. NBA Finals props at 8.15. NFC East breakdown at 8.45. And also, we're less than 12 hours away from teeing off at the U.S. Open at the Country Club at Brookline, Massachusetts. All of our thoughts, 9.15. But first, Wes, let's begin with what we've seen so far here on the ice with the Stanley Cup Final 3-3. I bet bet, uh, the lightning and the under is what I parlayed here in this game. And then about with 2.29 left to go in the first period, I was like, hey, look at this, a losing ticket on my hands. You're doing pretty well here. You mentioned that you have the Tampa Bay ticket on the money line here. But has this game played out in a way that you thought it would, or is it a little bit more wide open 
than you initially thought. A little bit more wide open. I did not bet the total. I leaned to the over but did not bet it because I wanted to kind of see how Colorado was going to come out. You know, that's an old rest versus rust question. Uh, yeah. Uh, rest won out, at least in the first 20 minutes tonight. It did not necessarily do that. And both of these teams have been in that scenario already in the playoffs. You remember in the West semifinals, Colorado had about close to the same time off after they swept Nashville in, in four games. They had to play St. Louis. Now, they kind of controlled the game, but yet St. Louis kind of hung around, and Colorado had to get the game winner in overtime. Then you saw the same thing with the Tampa Bay Lightning after they slept Florida in the East semifinals. Mm -hmm. They go and play the Rangers, had to go do it on the road. Blue Shirts won the first two in the Garden. So you felt Tampa Bay kind of looked a step slow at that rest, and I thought maybe Colorado would tonight, but they were a step faster than the Lightning in that first period, led 3-1, to one, including a power play goal by uh, Gabriel Landeskog, but... You just look, Tampa Bay, I think, got their legs under them a little bit. And we saw that kind of happen a couple times in the Rangers series in the Eastern Conference Finals where it's like they start out slow, start out slow, and then kind of hang in, slowly claw their way back. And then third period, it was all Tampa Bay against the Rangers basically in the last four games of the series. You win the final period, you win the hockey game. So they're hoping to do that tonight. Colorado 26-17 to in terms of the shots on goal. Tampa Bay uh, been a little loose with the puck. I think Colorado has really dominated the blue line in terms of the takeaways. But Colorado 1-2 on the power play, 0-2 for Tampa Bay. So, you know, Va Vasilevsky looked a little shaky early, and we're not yeah. used to seeing that out of Andre Vasilevsky because somebody asked me, even though I did not have a bet on the Conn Smythe, which, of course, is the MVP here for the Stanley Cup Finals. And I was like, if you like Tampa Bay, I think you got to like Vaz at a little bit north of 4-1. to one. And then I had egg on my face with uh, three goals there in the in the first period because look, Vaz kind of helps carry this team, even though they're very good offensively and defensively. But he's really the guy that is going to determine, I think, where Tampa Bay goes in this series. Colorado goaltending not quite on that level with Darcy Kemper, who did get the start tonight, and Pavel Francouz, who won the last three games in the Edmonton series in the West Finals. But you just look at it and. Tampa Bay, that's what they do. They kind of grind it out. They stay in the game. And the one thing about the Lightning you got to look at, they played two of the best offensive teams in maybe the last 20 years in the National Hockey League, beating the Toronto Maple Leafs in seven, sweeping the Florida Panthers. So I didn't feel, even though I do like Colorado in the series, and the way I'm hoping this plays out, Femi, is that we cash our Tampa Bay tickets, mm -hmm. and then I come back in on Colorado for the series because I do think that they're the better team. However, they're not going to be they're not going to overwhelm Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay didn't get overwhelmed necessarily by the Leafs or by the Florida Panthers offensively, I don't think they're going to get overwhelmed by the Avalanche, but I just think the Avalanche are a little bit of a deeper team even though Tampa Bay has the goaltender advantage. But right now at DraftKings the live number Colorado minus 140 on the money line of the Lightning at plus 110 if you want to grab them to win this one and steal home ice advantage in game number 1. The total is at eight and a half. We're juiced to the over at minus 120. Anything jump out to you here is that we're sitting in intermission. Some folks might not have anything on the game. Some folks might be trying to get back what they've lost in the first couple periods. Anything, whether it's the side or the total, that really stands out from a yeah, value perspective. Yeah, nothing really for me. Uh, it's obviously come a little bit tighter with Tampa Bay now that they've actually shown a pulse. It looked like Colorado, okay, it's like they're going to boat race these guys yeah. after the first 20 minutes, but not so. Tampa Bay just... It's tough to bet against them because they find a way to grind. That being said, I do think the better team is on home ice, and that being Colorado, so I'm just hoping to steal one. I'm just going to sit on what I got pregame. Yeah, it's interesting because Tampa Bay, like you mentioned in the New York series, it felt like they were 
one, a little rusty, then also kind of finding their footing. And this is John Cooper, really talented head coach, likes to make those adjustments. And early on, you can't really adjust. You want to know what they're going to throw at you. And it's almost like if they're able to steal this game, Mm-hmm. It could be pretty advantageous going forward in the series because we know when they go back to the Amelie Arena in their own home building, that's when they really start to make those adjustments when they're in the confines of their own home. Yeah, and and also I think with some of the injured players getting back, especially on the Tampa Bay side with Braden Point getting back, who had missed an extended amount of time. Braden Point, by the yeah. way, has a point tonight. He already has an assist, I believe, on the uh, on the Paul goal here, the one goal that Tampa Bay got in the first period. But so far, so good. No real rust for Braden Point. He's gotten about 13 minutes of ice time. That's, you know, par for the course. And I think with, with Braden Point, He's going to be such a key on that power play because that's where Tampa struggled a little bit. I don't want to say struggle. It's not that much further down than it was in the regular season, but the power play percentage has been down in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I think point at the point, so to speak, of the power play, that's that that that's where you want him. But we know that the big guns for Tampa Bay, they're going to have to get on the board in this series. They have not done so far except for Palat. He does have that goal in the second period, but you got to see Kucherov get on the board. Yeah. You got to see Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman, even though Hedman does have an assist tonight, but that's what you're going to have to see. Colorado, I think, is the more deeper and more talented team. But look, Tampa, there's uh, there's such a thing as playoff experience and having been there before in Tampa Bay, last two Stanley Cup championship banners to prove it, they've been there before. See, this is a team that when they get down, and we've already seen it tonight, they're not going to necessarily get rattled, yeah. I think, by this situation, whereas a younger team that's never been on this stage just might. Over in baseball, we'll get back to the hockey here in just a bit, but the baseball, we had a game go final. A big one out there in the American League East. The New York Yankees defeat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-3. to The Yankees have now won 13 straight home games, the mm-hmm. longest streak since 1973. They went off as minus 140 favorites with Nestor Cortez on the mound. The Tampa Bay Rays were plus 120. The total of 6.5, we just go over that. Yeah, four to three. There's the Yankees. They just cannot lose. It feels like. Yeah. And I did have the Rays tonight. And look, the Yankees four runs on three hits. Sometimes when you're going good and you're just living right, you're living right. And that's what the Yankees are doing. Uh, McClanahan goes six innings, seven strikeouts, two walks, only three hits and one earned run. Mm -hmm. But he gets the L next to his name. McClanahan has been so good for the Rays so far. But so is Nestor Cortez. It is Holmes getting the save. Uh, Most people are probably used to a role this Chapman. That is not happening anymore. It's really been Holmes that has been kind of the closer for them of late. So four runs on only three hits, but the Yankees get the W, 45 and 16. Aaron Jones, or Aaron Jones, I'm in football mode. Aaron Jones. You're always in football (laughs) mode, 24-7, 365. You know know what? It's, It's the big behemoth in the content space. But Aaron Judge, what I meant to say, Went yard once again. Yeah, here comes the, the judge against the, against a left-hander. Against a, against a left-hander, a really good pitcher here. He's now the favorite to win the American League MVP at last check here. I, you don't want to say an award is wrapped up mm-hmm. this point of the season, but if they continue to win at this pace, Judge might also, because he plays in the big market, the biggest yeah. brand in the sport, yeah. he might get the, the production as well as the narrative in his favor to maybe be a runaway MVP. Yeah, I got a 20-1 to 1 on him, so I'm hoping you're right. But look... Trout and Otani, even if that team stays around 500 or maybe gets to a little bit better, we've seen, you know, them win MVPs as a 500 team. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, Otani and Trout, I think, are right there. But it is starting to maybe be a three-guy award unless Mm -hmm. uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette, unless Toronto can really get hot. But 
the Yankees, look, the Rays and the Blue Jays have played very good ball this season. Yeah. I don't think that they've gone below expectations at all. But the Yankees have just been have just been all over it. Keep winning at home. This was a game they could have easily lost. I know they had a four nothing lead, but you just look at the numbers. All four of their runs in the first five innings. All four of their runs via the home run ball. It was Judge with the solo shot, Higashioka with the three run shot. But Yankees are starting to put a lot of dis. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Since uh, very early between them and Tampa and Toronto. Yeah, 46 and 16, the New York Yankees right now, plus 220 to win the American League. They now have a nine-game lead in the AL East, clear of Toronto right now, who's 37-25. You mentioned they're playing good baseball. 12 games over 500. Mm -hmm. A lot of teams would take that on June 15th, but right now that's not good enough in the AL East with the New York Yankees playing the way that they are playing. We're just getting warmed up here, though, on the nightcap. On the other side, we'll go back to the ice, talk a little NHL, and also a little NBA Finals Game 6 tomorrow night between the Warriors and Celtics. We're going to discuss it here. We're just getting rolling here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? Well, and by that we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at ZYN.com 10. That's ZYN.com 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warned this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive thing. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We were just checking out the live numbers here at Circuit to see if there was a little bit of a differentiation between mm-hmm. here and DraftKings. Right now it's plus 115 for Tampa Bay, minus 135 for the Colorado Avalanche there. Right now DraftKings minus 145, plus 115. So, so a little bit more money coming in on Colorado at DraftKings as yeah. well here as folks are... They saw Tampa Bay regain control in the second period. 
but they're not really buying it for the full game still back in the abs. Well, maybe what I have to do, because once I parked my car in the garage, it was 3-1. to one. Tampa Bay, by the way, in that second period, got two goals in about 48 seconds. So if you're a Tampa Bay backer, I will go ahead and walk outside and then walk back in <laughs> to see say. if we can change the momentum. Not that I'm ever superstitious about <laughs> sports betting, Femi. Yeah, that was a, I'll, I'll carry the segment. If you want to go ahead and get it done, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do this. Walk in, walk out. We're up 5-3, to three, <laughs> and then we're very happy. Um, we just got the third period underway out there in Denver. Anything that you're looking for in the first five minutes that might give you an indicator when possibly making bets here, or are you just going to kind of sit on the ticket that you have? Yeah, I'm sitting, on, I'm sitting on the ticket. You look at the Lightning this postseason, though. Like I've said, they have been the third period demons, really, especially in that Rangers series. They are 4-0 when they are tied in the second period. So that's what they've basically done, and that's what veteran teams do. It's like an NBA team, you know, own the fourth quarter yeah. or own the third quarter like the Warriors historically have done coming out of the locker room. And that's really what Tampa Bay is going to try to do here because Colorado, look, they've been a team that everybody thought, okay, they're going to be the Stanley Cup champions, you know, the last couple years, and then they get knocked out in the West semifinals. So Colorado has the team to win the Stanley Cup, but this is the first time really in this situation. you got a Tampa Bay team that if they go down, and we already saw them go down two goals uh, twice tonight, they're not going to get rattled and they're going to hang in there. So I've got the plus 140. They closed about 130, 135. So, yeah, I'd just hang on to it instead of taking 115 live. From a series perspective, because I know you said that you're kind of hoping that Tampa Bay, not only because of your bet, but also hoping to get a cheaper money or cheaper price, I should say, mm -hmm. on Colorado for the series, hoping that Tampa Bay closes this thing out and steals game one. If Colorado wins game one, would you be interested in Tampa Bay at a plus price there, or would you maybe even wait for after game two? Yeah, I think you could probably wait for after game two because uh, I know there were some people I respect that did take Tampa Bay plus 150. I didn't want to necessarily lay the $1.75 and change with Colorado. So, you know, the Lightning, I'm eager to see here early on in the third period if they press the action a little bit more because if you look – Colorado in the five-on-five, five, it is tough to press the pace against those guys because they're especially lethal with their pace. 60% shot share. They've outscored their opponents 3.8 to 2.4 in regulation this season. So Colorado is going to be the team that is more often than not the aggressor. And Tampa Bay has been willing to be passive, you know, sit back, pay the price, block the shots. And the ones that get through, Vasilevsky has been able to save. But that's tough to do. Even though they, they've done it successfully, they did it against Toronto in the final couple games of that first round in the Eastern Conference playoffs. That's tough to do. That's a big ask, I think, to do really against Colorado. But now Colorado is figuring out, even though they got a couple on Vasilevsky early, this is a big step up from who they played in terms yes. of playing Mike Smith in the West Finals for Edmonton, in terms of playing the rotating goalies they had down there in Nashville. And also, even though Jordan Bennington's got a Stanley Cup to his credit with the St. Louis Blues, he wasn't even the starting goaltender uh, for St. Louis. He was the guy that came on in relief and kind of saved him and kept him in in that second round series. So... Step up in class for both of these teams. Uh, going to be interesting to see. I think Colorado is going to be a little more aggressive as they get a shot there saved by Vasilevsky. So two minutes into the third, no score in the third yet, 3-3. Three to three. I just keep coming back to a clear goaltending advantage is with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm -hmm. And I get Colorado is amazing, and they've been this free-flowing hockey team, kind of this new wave of style that hockey's ushering in here. But – that goaltending advantage at the most important position 
it is the biggest gap. And I yeah. think that has to matter. Almost like in the NBA Finals series where the best player in the series is by far Steph Curry, the gap between whoever the Colorado Avalanche put out a goalie and Andre Vasilevsky is a Grand and, Canyon. And, and, and it's funny because maybe people that are new to betting hockey – most of the teams in the National Hockey League, there's not that much of a gap between the number one and number two goaltender. Like, you look at Colorado, not a big gap between yeah. Darcy Kemper and Pavel Frankuz, but there is on the Tampa Bay side between Vasilevsky and uh, an aging Brian Elliott is the backup goaltender. He hadn't even seen any action in the playoffs because usually you got to get your and, – and it depends, I think, on where you are a lot in the series. You know, if you're up three to nothing, then maybe you can get your backup goaltender an edge. But there's usually not that much of a discrepancy for me. I think sometimes it gets overpriced and overrated in the market by betters in terms of, okay, they're going with the number two goaltender tonight. It's not like the NFL yeah. going to quarterbacks <laughs> number, number where we're probably 25, <laughs> 26 of the 32 teams. There's a massive gap between number one and number two, and then there's a handful that are usually at the bottom of the standings where it's like, okay, one and two, there's just not much separation. Yeah. yeah it's interesting to see how it plays out there because Colorado, like you said, probably the better team, but – the goalie advantage yeah. is resides with the well, two-time defending And he's going to have to be good because you see the shot advantage right now. 29 yes. shots on goal for Colorado, 17 for Tampa Bay. I would expect that that's going to probably bear fruit the entire series, that Colorado is just going to put more pressure. That's just the way Jared Bednar and his guys play. And Tampa Bay, I think, has the confidence in their defense that they can absorb that pressure. Now, there's going to be times you're going to be able to do that, and then there's going to be times like in that first period where Colorado is just all over them right away. And, and that also plays into your con Smythe bet there because mm -hmm. you said if Tampa Bay is going to win this series, it's going to have to be because Vasilevsky right. is stopping all these shots that are going right. to be on goal. Because there. you look at Colorado, you can go any number of ways. Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon, obviously the favorites. Uh, what did I see? Around $2, $2 yeah. and change, McCarr basically. And then, and then Rottenen was 15-1. to Gabriel Landeskog, 20-1. to So you could go any number of ways with those guys. You would expect McCarr and McKinnon obviously are going to get most of the support and they're the most likely and that's why they're priced accordingly. But Colorado, I feel like they have maybe four guys that could potentially win the con Smythe. And I feel like with Tampa Bay, not that Vasilevsky is the only guy because you see Kucherov, same price, four to one, Stamkos 15 to one, but you got a feeling it's going to be Vaz because I think people know in the media that vote on this con Smythe award, know he's going to be under siege, like yeah. basically the entire series because as good as Tampa Bay is defensively, Colorado is just relentless on offense. Yeah, he's going to have to be the, the catalyst here for the Tampa Bay Lightning. we got a couple minutes left in this segment. Let's talk a little NBA while we have the chance here right now. Got 16.30 left to go in the third period between the Lightning and the Avalanche. We're tied up at three. Game six tomorrow night in Boston. Celtics trying to stave off elimination here. Warriors with a 3-2 series lead. Celtics four-point favorites over at DraftKings. The total is at 210. You can get Boston minus 170 on the money line, Warriors plus 150. Any early thoughts here with this side or total game six of the NBA? Yeah, playoffs? looking at the total, and we've talked about this series a couple times at a couple different programs up and down the lineup on VSIN, and I've been riding the under the last couple games, but now I want to see if this continues to get bet because I think with what we saw the last two games, it's going to be under, under, under yep. money, and that's what it was on the opener. It was 211.5. Now you're seeing 210 pretty much populated throughout the market. 
this gets down to like 209, 209 and a half or even lower, I will come in on the over because I think a lot of people love to bet these unders and what is now the first elimination game in the series where Golden State can go ahead and take care of business Thursday night and win another NBA championship. But I, I just look at this and I got to think Boston being at home, you would think that they're going to shoot a little bit better, even though Tatum had his best shooting game in the series, 10 of 20, but was terrible from the foul line. And it's like he had his best shooting game and it was probably his worst game. So you look Golden State, I think clearly they got some bench scoring because we knew Steph Curry after that 40 piece he had on Friday night, we were kind of talking about maybe look at the under props. And then we didn't expect seven to 22 <laughs> yeah. of nine from the three yeah, point zero line, three but, pointers for Steph Curry. but, but when you get, yeah, for the first time in what, 230 some games, I forget yeah. what shot quality put out there, but you look, you had Jordan Poole scoring. You had Gary Payton, the second scoring. Are you going to get that out of GP2, the mitten? Are you going to get that every <laughs> single game? I don't know. Andrew Wiggins, like, for props, and we'll get to that more later in the program. The Wiggins props now, like after when Curry had that 40 piece, now they get priced through the moon. Now I was betting over 22 and a half on his points and rebounds, and now they're like 26 and a half. So I might be looking to zigzag a little bit more on the props on this one and look for Wiggins unders tomorrow night. Yeah, it's been a series where the point spread has not come into play here. Whoever wins the game has also covered the spread as well. So if you like the Warriors to close it out in game six, Maybe take a little something, something on the money line at plus 150. On the other side, we'll keep our attention on the ice and also talk a little National League Central here on the night. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. <laughs> there we go. Peacocks. How many people in the audience do you think get that reference? I'm going to say probably 20%, like most of my references. Uh, usually, <laughs> Very minimal. Just bone up on your 90s sitcoms. That'll be the hint that we'll give you guys. Out. Anything that's like happened in the last 10 years, I'm not like one of these young millennials. I have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah, you're, not, you're not watching all the shows that are on the uh, streaming service? No. At me neither, uh, because I don't have the time. And, and I'm an old fart, and I'm a creature of habit, and I damn, I don't like to break them. I just started The Sopranos like six weeks ago. Oh, you'll love that. So, yeah, no, Enjoy I'm, that. I'm through season one now. So. I may want to watch that again, so, actually. Yeah, I miss that show. My goal is to finish it by the time we get to the NFL season. So that'll be, uh, it's, it's been fun so far. Looking forward to the remaining seasons. Well, speaking of, uh, that was obviously a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference. Yes. Uh, speaking of uh, Will Smith, uh, Will Smith that wears Dodger blue just got jiggy with it. A three-run homer. Over the Anaheim Angels, I still call them that, in the three-way <laughs> series, so now 3 nothing, Dodgers. There we go. Uh, uh, That's a professional transition, professional pun. It's, it's, wor it's, it's working you with know? you, man. You're helping me out here. I'm working with an actual <laughs> professional. I'm just Uncle Wes from Indiana talking ball. <laughs> there you go. Um, right now in the third period out there, the Lightning, they had a power play, but nothing really came of it right now. Um, so we're still tied at three in game one of the Stanley Cup final, about 14-ish minutes left to go 
in the third period. The live number, still Colorado minus 140. Tampa Bay now plus 110. The total, though, has ticked down a full goal. There was eight and a half to start the third period, now down to seven. Yeah, this is where it does sometimes get tight, where it's like a team. You know, you want to be aggressive, but you don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to turn the puck over, you know, in your own zone or do anything like that. So sometimes that's what you'll see. You'll see a little bit more conservative play, or at least maybe not conservative play. I should say tight play where you just don't want to because you know on the counterattack, both of these teams are so lethal if you turn the puck over in your own zone. So would not shock me if uh, we don't have a winner after 60 minutes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's we're keeping our eyes on it. Could go to overtime. If we go to overtime, might need to jump in on that one because I want a little action to sweat here on the show. Uh, let's talk a little National League Central, though, on the diamond right now. And the favorite over at DraftKings is the Milwaukee Brewers. They're the odds-on favorite at minus 145. The Cardinals plus 110, but they lead the division by two and a half games over the Milwaukee Brewers as we sit on June 15th. Cubs 160 to 1, Pirates 400 to 1, Reds 500 to 1. So, Wes, it appears the oddsmakers are telling us this is a two team division here. Which of those teams do you like, whether it's the Cards or the Brew Crew? Yeah, it is a two team uh, race, really. And by the way, uh, Brewers with a 10 to 2 win. Over the Mets tonight, Corbin Burns goes six, only gives up five hits and two runs, eight strikeouts. He never really walks anybody, didn't walk anybody tonight, so a nice win for the Brewers. Uh, Cardinals, by the way, still in progress. Top of the eighth here, I believe Pirates one on, two out, up six to four. This was the return tonight of Jack Flaherty. First start he's made this season coming back from the injury, and that's something I usually like to do. I usually, I didn't do it tonight. I usually like to bet against a pitcher that first start from the DL because it usually takes one start to kind of get back into the flow of things. And by the way, Flaherty did only go three innings tonight, gave up two earned, three hits, uh, two walks, three strikeouts. So, look, going to take some time to kind of round in the form a little bit, but I've been impressed with the Cardinals. And and, and you look at up and down that lineup, uh, a lot of age in that lineup with Yachty Molina, with Paul Goldschmidt, with Nolan Arenado, you know, all on the north side of 30-plus. Uh, but they're getting it done. The Cardinals just find a way. And the Brewers this year, I, I didn't think they were going to, like, drop off or regress all that much. But you got to keep in mind, there were a couple of those starters on that Brewers staff that did have career years last year. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff mainly. And Corbin Burns, still very good. He was at a 248 ERA coming into the night. That might have even dropped. Still striking out almost 11 and a half a game. So he's still pitching well, but it's not the dominance that we saw last year. Woodruff probably has been, at least from a, a, a win standpoint, five and three, but a 474 ERA. He's probably going to get some positive regression when you look at that XFIP at 344. But these guys, you know, they're still a quality staff. They're just not, I think, what they were because you're going to drop off. It's so hard to have a career year back-to-back. Like the yeah. Chicago White Sox, really, in the AL Central, you guys yeah. talked about that they're last night. They're feeling it right now. Yeah, they're realizing, you know, hey, it's tough to do career years. Uh, you know, Lance Lynn just came back from injury. So all these guys, Giolito, he's down from last year. So you're seeing a slight decline from Milwaukee. They haven't necessarily flirted. Uh, gone off a cliff. I think Eric Lauer actually has been really good and really consistent for them. Five and two and eleven starts, three thirty six ERA. Freddie Peralta has been solid and eight starts, not great. Uh, Hater, you know the back end of their bullpen. He didn't give up an earned run until I believe a week ago tonight when the Phillies touched him <clears> up for two home runs in in the ninth inning back to back. But 
the Brewers, look, they're still solid, and I understand why they're still the favorite, but I do lean to the Cardinals here. I really okay. like the fact that they're getting Jack Flaherty back. Now, how long is Miles Michaelis going to keep this up where, you know, it looks like regression is coming and he doesn't strike out a lot of guys? Cardinals don't really have a lot of strikeout pitchers either. I mean, Adam Wainwright, you know, he's the ultimate realtor pitcher now. Location, location, location. Yeah. He's not throwing hard. He's not striking a lot of guys out about six and three quarters over nine innings. You look, uh, uh, Miles Michaelis only striking about seven per nine innings. But Jack Flaherty is really the ace of that staff. But it's going to take a couple starts, I think, as we get in, you know, to July. Maybe he's going to come back to form. Steven Matz, uh, the ERA looks ugly, 603, but 298 on the XFIP. So there's some positive regression coming for Steven Matz because he's averaging 10 and a half strikeouts per nine innings. So I, I like the looks of this Cardinal team. They, they just find a way. They play smart baseball. They don't win necessarily with power, even though Nolan Arenado has helped in that regard, and so is Goldie. But this is not a team that's going to necessarily beat you in a home run, but they're going to paper cut you to death. And that's the way the Cardinals have been basically over the last five to ten years, and you could see it bearing fruit right now. A two-and-a-half game lead, although that's probably going to get cut tonight if they can't make a comeback against Spider. But it's so interesting that you put it that way, that they're not the team that relies on the long ball. They're the team that kind of nickel and diming you. Mm -hmm. But that's sort of what wins in October. Yeah. And I'm looking at the Cardinals, their World Series odds of 30 to 1. Knowing what we know about October baseball, it's random. Mm -hmm. So while there could be the Dodgers, the Padres, or whoever those juggernaut teams might be in the National League, they're the Mets if they continue at this pace. Maybe the Braves can get back in the thick of things right now. They've been playing really, really good baseball over the last two and a half weeks and change. But the National League odds on the Cardinals are 14-1 to 1 on a team that you think might be able to hold on to this lead and win the division. That's looking pretty juicy there to bet them to win the pennant or maybe even bet them to win the whole thing. No, I, I think you're right. And look, the Dodgers are going to be the favorites pretty much throughout yeah. the entire year. So that's why I didn't do a lot of preseason futures because I'm like, I don't know if anybody's going to beat these guys. They're just too deep in that lineup is just too powerful. Or you're, but, uh, you're probably going to get the same number you could have gotten in yeah. March. You know? it's yeah. Just, and, and, and you're going to get two wild cards. I think more than likely you're going to get two teams out of the West. It's going to be the Dodgers and or the Padres and or the Giants. Uh, but all of a sudden, look, the hot team really in baseball is the Atlanta Braves. They've really been playing great baseball. I, I think, uh, what is their win streak now? Are they up? Uh, they're up to 14, 14 now. Yep. Yeah, are the Atlanta Braves. So they've been the comers. And, and it's not like the Mets have been really falling to earth, but – you do feel like at least a little bit of regression is coming in Atlanta, certainly the one taking advantage of it. Philadelphia's played better ball of late. They got a walk off earlier in the morning slate, so they're a game over 500. But St. Louis is the team that I think is going to get ignored, and I think you're absolutely right on the futures market because everybody's going to go in on the Dodgers. They're going to go in on the Mets. Mets. They're going to go in on the Padres. They're going to go in on the Atlanta Braves. I'm sure there's a lot of Atlanta Braves futures getting bet right now considering they're in the midst of a 14-game winning streak. Yeah, and the, and the Mets, they're going to get their arms back with DeGrom and Scherzer. Those guys, if they can hold on to this lead with those guys being on the IL, mm -hmm. that is going to bode well for them coming into the summer months here. If their the arms are fresh. Late in the By the way, another win tonight for the Braves, 8-2 to two over the Nationals. So now one of the things that's helping the Braves out, by the way, they had to play the Dodgers a lot. They had to play a lot of really tough teams early in the season, and now you're getting those teams that you should beat up on, that you should win a series against every single time, the Nationals, the Pirates, the Reds, the Cubs. So you're starting to get some of the dregs of the National League, and that's why you're seeing Atlanta pile up wins.
Boy, we are still knotted at three in game one of the Stanley Cup final between the Avalanche and the Lightning. Six and a half minutes to go in the third period. Still a lot of time for us to find a winner, but whew, I, yeah. I don't want to say the OT word, but it, it could be on the horizon here. Is right now the money line prices. Avs still at minus 145 over at DraftKings. The Lightning plus 115. The total is still sitting at seven and a half there. That, the over could be intriguing. If we get a goal in the next couple of minutes, mm -hmm. and a little empty yeah, netter possible. Yeah, absolutely here. 6-10 left to go. Tree to tree. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be fun. And we'll break it all down on the other side. This is the Nightcap on VCNV Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Wes Reynolds here. We got ourselves a doozy out there in Denver between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Colorado Avalanche. We're tied up at three. Four minutes left to play here in the third period as it looks like we could be staring overtime right in the face. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Colorado been skipped off the score sheet since that big third first period yeah. where it seems like they could have had maybe five or six goals if Vasilevsky didn't stop a couple. But, yeah, that's what you see here. And uh, that total, I think, was eight and a half. Half. Yep. Usually don't, period. Usually you don't see that big of a gap. Eight and a half when it was six after two. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Periods, I think because these offenses are so good, but look, even with these offenses being great, you get a slowdown and in, in pace, I think, really, because teams are a little bit antsy because it's like they want to get that first game so bad and get the momentum in the series. You don't want to turn the puck over in your own zone. You don't want to take a stupid penalty and put a team on the power play. So Colorado is still dictating in terms of the shots on goal, so still kind of dictating the pace, 34-20. to 20, That's a pretty big margin, but Tampa Bay – been there, done that, yeah. especially throughout these playoffs. Well, they will absorb pressure. They'll absorb shots. They pay the price. I think they lead. They led the playoffs basically, at least on average. They, of course, have more volume because they played more games. But they've led in terms of block shots. They've got 19 tonight. Colorado, by the way, has more at 24. So, yeah, they're willing to absorb the pressure. And if they get through, they trust that goaltender behind them. I think a little bit more in Colorado, Mike. It's interesting because we had Greg Wyshynski on of ESPN last night talking about this series and I asked him I was like do you think 
that like what's more likely Tampa Bay winning a high scoring game or Colorado winning a low scoring game and he thought it was Tampa Bay winning the high scoring game mm-hmm. because Tampa Bay mm-hmm. you know it's like Colorado is not really comfortable in that they can win you don't you don't see Colorado win a lot of two one yeah, or three two games but and we're gonna we're, we're about to prove that test right here if we're three three looks like we're heading towards overtime about two and a half minutes left to go in the third period if Tampa Bay can pull this out I just keep coming back to maybe Tampa Bay has more paths to victory. They can win the low-scoring game. And if they can prove that they can win the high-scoring game against this Colorado team, that would really bode well for them going forward in this series. Yeah, no question about it. And and like we talked about earlier, Tampa is more than willing. I think even though they like to play a little bit slightly more of a defensive style, rely Mm -hmm. on their goaltender, Vasilevsky, but this is a team that could go up and down the ice with Toronto. Yep. that could go up and down the ice. And they dominated Florida in that second-round series. So they are comfortable, I think, playing at any tempo. And those are the teams, like, that's one of the things I do for, like, basketball, especially college basketball. Yeah. I love these teams that can play at multiple tempos. I love teams that can win games, you know, 58 to 56, but also can win 78 to 76. You love teams that can play at multiple tempo. And if you like that type of team, that is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, we saw them win the grinded-out caliber series last round in the Eastern Conference Finals against Igor Shosturkin and mm-hmm. the New York Rangers. There was the two goalies going back and forth. They were able to edge that one out in six games here. So um, it's it's fascinating to see how this kind of plays out the rest of the way. Tonight, I parlayed Tampa with the under because I thought that Tampa, if they were going to win, the game was likely to go under. Right. That's already a loser is what I booked out there in the first period with the onslaught of goals from the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. But the second and now this period as well, this third period, which has 124 left to go in it, has played out sort of how I thought it would play out here with, yes, Colorado's going to get the more shots, but Vasilevsky in net is just absolutely incredible. But could be Danger Will Robinson here. Uh, Pat, oh. I'm seeing on the Twitter machine, what a maroon, you know, <laughs> a, a, a slur against one Pat Maroon, who, delay of game, you hit the puck over the eye or the, over the glass uh. in your own end. That's going to be a two-minute penalty. Uh-oh. So now Tampa Bay, if they want to get to overtime, what what a bad penalty that's, yeah, to that's... take at 124 left to go in the third period. Avalanche power play, by the way, one of two on only four shots tonight, but 15 of 47 for the playoffs. Boy, that's not what you wanted. So uh, the Lightning fans are probably saying what a maroon after taking that penalty. Yeah, that's a really bad mistake. The replay there just showed it was just careless what he was doing there just Flicks it up. Yeah, the- yeah. I mean, this wasn't it's- like, okay, I'm trying to stall here and run clock. So now uh, Tampa Bay uh, on the uh, – or Colorado, rather, on the five-on-four. Oh, so 115 left to go. We'll see if uh, Vasilevsky and company can get this into overtime. And even if they do, still about a little less than 40 seconds that they're going to start that overtime on yeah. the power play. Yeah, no, Colorado scored the third goal with a two-man advantage earlier in this game in the first period. They haven't scored since. But we'll see if Tampa Bay can hold on here with the 90 seconds to go here in the power play, but 51 seconds, more importantly, to go in the third mm-hmm. period. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and Tampa Bay it's, really struggling, by the way, to clear the zone right yeah, now. So there you go. They finally do it. So uh, so uh, that's going to be, I believe that icing is going to be waved off. No, they are. Yeah, no icing here. Oh. So 36 seconds left to go. At least one more rush for Colorado. They've got 107 on the power play, about 30 seconds left. So just under 40 seconds difference. So Tampa Bay just trying to get to the locker room and then see, yeah. you know, what, what they can do if they can kill off that last 40 seconds. But now it looks like uh, Alex Killarn 
going to hold the puck, but oh. Victor Hedman going to get a shot. That was batted away, almost so Tampa Bay uh, almost had a shorthanded goal there. <laughs> one last rush for the Avs. We'll see if they can get one on the net here in the final 10 seconds, yeah, but I believe we are seconds. heading for well, yep. overtime yeah, in at, Denver, whoa, Colorado. Oh, one last. <laughs> those, it got close yeah, there. I said that, <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> you know, I, I was going to hear you jinx. <laughs> but we you mush. The end of regulation, the maroon. A uh, little bit of a cyber leap, but still has 40 seconds to go mm-hmm. in the boxer with the power play. But uh, the folks who got in on those live unders, congratulations to you. It was eight and a half to start the third yes. period. Went down to seven and a half. Now, of course, with going to overtime, only seven goals can be scored. So congratulations. You will just be waiting to cash your winning ticket. We got overtime. Game one of yeah. the Stanley Cup finals. And now... Now, now we're seeing, because I always like this during the playoffs, because you get all the NBA honks and all the NHL honks kind of clashing a little bit, and everybody, see, you should be watching this hockey. It is the most just, I don't understand why people do it. And it's like an annual basis. I'm like, hey, you dig what you dig, man. Exactly. Like, like I'm not going to, like, crap on something just because I love the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not a guy, and we've, we've talked about this, and I talked about this with Dave Ross, too. He loves the playoffs. He doesn't really watch it much during the regular season. Mm-hmm. I'll watch a little bit, but I'm not hardcore every single night, you know, watching hockey. I'm not really necessarily doing it for the NBA, for that matter. But all the NBA games, obviously, have been decided by double digits. But I think we've had a couple good games, at least in the finals. I know we haven't had that buzzer beater, you know, iconic moment yet in the NBA finals. But maybe it'll come in game six or game seven. Still (laughs) two more games to go. Victor Hedman, I know uh, the usual occupant of this seat on this program, Sean King, course a Tampa Bay Lightning fan former quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so uh he was uh expressing a little bit of concern if Victor Hedman is heard who is their main defender yeah that would not be good for the Tampa Bay Lightning there right now at DraftKings the live number I'm looking at Colorado minus 130 on the money line Tampa Bay even money if you want to go ahead and grab them as we are heading to OT in Denver. First game one OT in the Stanley Cup Finals since 2014. That was uh, the Los Angeles Kings over the New York Rangers. Boy, do I remember that one very well. I was actually working in Bend, Oregon at the time. I was a news-slash-sports reporter, mm-hmm. and there was a wildfire that was pretty close to town. So clearly, like, the news coverage, it's all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. But we were at NBC station at the yeah. time. The Stanley Cup Finals were airing on NBC. And I was, you were just leading me <laughs> to what I was going to ask. Uh, if you were working back in local news and you were working at an ABC affiliate mm-hmm. on the East Coast, how uh, you are not ticked happy. off would you be? You are not happy. It, it was, whether it's playoff hockey or the Olympics or mm-hmm. any sort of event mm-hmm. that would run long. And we were sitting there. I mean, this is a wildfire. So, like, we got to get mm-hmm. the information out. And we could not we're going to break into the hockey game. Right. I was going to overtime in the Stanley right. Cup final. So we're just sitting there, and it's like, all right, could somebody please score? Yes. So we can alert the people whether they need to evacuate And, and then you're or- getting like a two or three <laughs> OT or something like that. It's yeah. it's like it's like with baseball now that they do that ghost runner rule, which I hate and I think uh-huh. most people don't like. But you know who does like it? Ticket writers and sports books. Because there are a lot of sports books, not all, but most, and especially where we are here at Circa Sports, you're going to stay until the final game. If you're not open 24 hours, you're going to stay for everybody to cast their tickets, and then you get one of these 17, 18 <laughs> inning games, which you don't get anymore. I think I saw the Yankees and the Cubs last week went 13 innings. I'm like, that's oh, a shit. marathon practically. Yeah. So uh, so uh, we shall see. We are in overtime, I think, on the other side here on the nightcap. 
Let's do a little overtime challenge. Let's steal Booch yeah, Gross's we'll gimmick Bucci. here. Yeah, we'll do and let's Bucci. pick who's going to be getting the winning goal here in game number yeah. one. We'll do that on the other side. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that overtime challenge because I, I – I don't. I no longer have skin in the game. I lost my ticket. Mm -hmm. Wes, you're sweating out the lightning ticket on the money. But we can line always there. get more skin. But, but we can always get more, more skin. More skin in the game because that's what we do here at Vison. We are the sports betting network. We like to bet on sports. We hope you guys do as well here as we have a three-three game going to overtime. Game one of the Stanley Cup final here between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. We're just getting warmed up, baby. Hour one is done. We get hockey to start off hour number two. It is going to be a whole lot of fun for the final couple hours here. So don't go away here. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs>